Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. For more information, you can visit the Cinema Catch-Up Club's official Facebook page. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club. Or you can visit our website, thoughtjarproductions.com. This podcast is available on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we would really appreciate your subscriptions there, so pick your service of choice. For more information about this and other podcasts we produce, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com. And now, for this week's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast where we watch the films that you probably should have seen by now. My name is Stephen Platt, thank you very much for downloading this episode. This week, we are celebrating 20 years of South Park on television. That's right, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have been filling the airwaves with their uh, delightful, nonsensical, nonsense political commentary and poop jokes uh, for two decades, and in order to mark the occasion, we are going to review... The 1999 cinematic release, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Now, uh, we normally operate on a, uh, we try not to swear, policy, uh, as I call it. (laughs) That is probably going to go out the window for this episode. So uh, if you are uh, hurt by curse words, then um, sorry, but they are almost (laughs) certainly going to come up. Joining me to review South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, we have, as always, someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our person who has seen the film is Patrick Downs. Patrick, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Steve. Good to be back. And uh, just a reminder for the folks at home, who are you and what do you do? I am an actor, theatre maker. Since since last appearance, I've actually, I'm now also a connect uni student mm-hmm. to, to, that, uh, to that resume. Mm-hmm. So, you know, still haven't done much with my life, but there we go. <laughs> Look, it's something. You know, further education, always a valuable thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. And joining us as our person who hasn't seen the film, it's Rihanna Hall. Welcome back, Rihanna. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Oh, you're most welcome. <laughs> and uh, what, what what do you do with, with your time between podcasts? Um, so I am also an actor and a beauty therapist. So it's a nice little mix there that you don't see often. What have you heard about this film, Rihanna? Um, I haven't heard much. Uh, I've seen, uh, you know, episodes of South Park. I just haven't seen the movie. Um, so everything that I've heard has been, just been like a South Park generalization. You know, it's offensive. It's, you know, lots of poop jokes. I'm, I'm hoping Mr. Hankey is involved. We'll see if he is or not. I can't remember if he is. <laughs> I can't remember either. Yeah. Poss- that, we'll, put, we'll put that one as a possibly. Yeah. Can't remember. <laughs> Um, and Patrick, uh, you, when was the last time you watched this film? Oh God, I haven't watched this in a very long time. Um, but I have seen it a, a few, quite a few times. Mm. So um, I'll be interested to see it again, possibly from a possibly more mature perspective. Well, because it I yeah. probably was my early twenties the last time I watched this. Yeah, and it, it, it'll be which is a fairly long time without going into exactly how old I am. <laughs> no, no, not not at all. Um, but with um. With that question of maturity, I think it will be interesting because this this came what three four years into their run, well three years into their run of the TV yeah. show. So this is quite early um, yeah. in in the South Park canon. It'll be interesting to see whether or not 
or how much indeed their humour and joke telling has changed. Um, and of course, this has got lots of classic things. It's still got Isaac Hayes in there as a chef who was yeah, that's right. who, yeah, who has now not been a character in the show longer than he was a character. Yeah. I think so. It's right. you know, it's one of those uh, weird things. It's it's um, yeah, it will be fun slipping back and seeing what uh, I guess what the world of South Park and indeed our world was like eighteen years ago. Oh. <laughs> look. look. If the current climate's any indication, mm. it was probably better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I've just realised that uh, children born when this film came out are now old enough to see it in pretty much most countries. So uh, yeah. that's it may be a little on the old side. But yes, uh, South Park, bigger, longer, and indeed uncut. Shall we watch it? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, grab your DVDs and tell your children to go somewhere else for two hours <laughs> as we watch South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We have just finished watching South Park Bigger, Longer and Uncut, and I'm joined once again by Rihanna Hall. Hello. And Patrick Dance. Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, guy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, Patrick, did you enjoy that film? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it was an enjoyable film. I, it I, was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <coughs> Terence and Philip remain arguably the amongst the stupidest characters yes. they've created, and yet there is something very appealing about yeah. them. I, yeah, I mean, I think I, I think that's kind of the thing, isn't it? I mean, that's why they work so well. Is they're just so dumb, mm. and they know they're so dumb. Mm. And, and this, but they're so funny. Yeah, and it was really interesting. This very much feels like Trey Parker and Matt Stone reviewing South Park uh, in this film, but using Terrence yeah. and Philip yep. as the South Park substitute. Totally. I was totally. thinking yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was really, really interesting. And it, it does feel kind of a... Um, it, it, the film does feel very much of its time in terms of its dealing with that particular issue of, um, you know, this is... Uh, the late 90s is around the time that you're starting to get more adult cartoons in yeah. popular society. So, you know, that was the year Family Guy aired on... Um, Fox and yeah, yeah, right. yeah so and you know technically not as uh, adult I say, I'd probably say as um, South Park but certainly they deal with very mature things yeah. Um, yeah. and you know it was when you were starting to move away from the more traditional Simpsons things where it, the Simpsons did deal with adult things but they were always done in a uh, sort of appropriate evening <laughs> watching kind of way um, yeah and it was um, yeah this, but despite that, this film is still surprisingly very uh, pertinent and funny. It is really funny. Yeah, yeah I think that's the thing. I, I kind of, because my fanship of South Park is pretty, you know, fluid. Mm. Um, I've, I've watched it, but I haven't. I certainly haven't seen all of it. Mm. Um, and sometimes I think they're a bit. I don't know. You know, not so much, not so much the crude joke because that's I, that's what I think is really funny, but mm. yeah. just the stories themselves and their messages, and it's just to be like, oh, I don't really see what you're trying to <laughs> trying to say here. You know, you know, or I, or I might not necessarily agree with it or whatever. But this movie just is is just very well made and very funny. Mm. <laughs> it is, um, Rihanna. This was your first time watching the film. Yes, correct. Uh, what were your initial thoughts on it? Um, it was I. It was very well done in the way that it was. It was almost structured like a a musical mm. when you know they had their reoccurring themes and everything, mm. and mm. it was just seemed so silly at the same time. But yeah. it, it was very. It was actually really entertaining, 
Uh, and you did find yourself, you know, getting into those really stupid fart jokes and, you know, having a bit of a chuckle to yourself, like, mm. you know, like the characters are. Um, so I feel, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was quite uh, enjoyable. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, in the eighteen years since this film's released, we've seen um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone do uh, definitely move into the world of musicals with yeah. uh, Book of Mormon. Yeah, um, and you can certainly see that <laughs> they had a, a sort of a talent for it in this yeah. film. Um, I really like the fact that a lot of the songs had a very uh, Les Misérables vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, just like that... revolution and yeah. <laughs> yeah, resistance. Like, when um, the mole, the mole, the mole, when he dies. <laughs> yeah. And there's that sort of, I feel, I feel like sort of Les Mis sort of yeah. musical sting in there somewhere mm. after he dies, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we have the opening song, which is ever so slightly Beauty and the Beast. Uh, which is really yeah. nice, yes. where they're walking around the town. And it, they do that thing that South Park has continually done pretty effectively, which is critiquing their own society, critiquing American society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's, like, with the tiniest throwaway lyrics, like, um, you can see your breath hang in the air, see homeless people, but you just don't care. Yeah. That, that, that <laughs> As they sort step of thing. over yeah. him. <laughs> um, and the fact that the parents get wrapped up uh, mostly because of Kyle's mom, uh, Sheila Brovlovsky. Who's uh, a stupid bitch, by the way. Yes, uh, we have an entire song to, <laughs> to certify that. Um, but they get caught up on the language of the film, and it, ha- it happens because it's a problem in school, because they go into the Terrence and Philip film, and then they're in school telling each other to F off, and then using <laughs> terms like, um, oh, bone a biting bastard. Uh, <laughs> Donkey shit-faced was... cockmaster. Yeah, yeah. those sorts shit-faced the... cockmaster. <laughs> yeah, cockmaster and... on the t-shirt of the little girl. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and so yeah, and it was really fun seeing how the situation got very quickly out of hand. Yeah, yep. um, and how everything just kept getting escalated. Um, and yeah, I, 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 it's just a very enjoyable thing that again still feels quite relevant i suppose well, that's the thing i took i really took away from it is just how it does feel still very relevant because even though we might be getting outraged about different things we do still get really outraged oh, but we yeah. turn it outwards mm. there's not a lot of like introspection introspection which is kind of the whole point of the movie summed up pretty much literally at the end when mm. um kyle yeah when kyle says you know to his mum, like you yell at everyone else but i'm the one that's being bad basically yeah. Yeah. That's, and it's just something we still do. We still see it all the time, especially. And it just got even worse with um, social media and all mm. that stuff. Where it's, it's very easy yeah. to, to to just turn your anger outwards. <laughs> mm. And it just this movie just captures that so well. It really does. And um, I also I, I was I only realised this as we got five minutes into the film that. I don't think anybody actually swears until we're in the Terence and Phillips screening because ah. the first swear word in this film is um, pig fucker. Um, and <laughs> yeah. What a good I, one at that. <laughs> and I think that's really interesting that this film, which obviously we're swearing is an important topic for the mm. film, that it's not part of the world until the characters in the world are exposed to it. Right. I just I just thought it was a really interesting choice. Um, I, I may be slightly wrong. There may be a bastard or a bitch in there that I've missed. <laughs> I don't think so. But no, I, I, think, I, I yeah. think you're right because you know, they, they, they do. They go to the movie really early on. Mm. So in the first five, first five minutes of the movie. They, yeah. And, and they, I suppose that really enforces what they're you know, the whole theme of the film that, you know, the reason these kids are swearing is because they're going to see this stupid, mm. you know, swear filled movie uh and what's funny is i actually did get in trouble as a little girl 
for saying, you killed Kenny, you're a bastard. Because mm. I didn't know what it meant. Yep. I just heard my older brother saying it. Mm. So I said it to my mum as this little five-year-old girl. Right. <laughs> um, so it, it really does reflect that. Uh, yeah. Quite well, I, I think. A, I, have a, I have a very similar analogy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in that I didn't, I didn't know what fuck meant. Yeah. And a friend of mine who was one of those kids who just was kind of always a few steps ahead of everyone else. Like yeah. he knew all about swear words, and then he was a bit older and knew all about sex. And the clitoris. And the clitoris. He found the clitoris. He found the clitoris. <laughs> he was one of those kids that was always a few steps ahead of everyone else. And he said, fuck, and I didn't know what he wanted. So I just ran around the house after he went home, pretending to be a superhero called Fuck Man. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> throwing light, throwing pretend lightning bolts out of my yeah. hand as fuck man. Um, which I, I have I, no idea. No, what and that's means. the thing. I think that's so. It's very funny. It is funny. Um, I think you broke Stephen. Oh, oh good. But I think that. But I think that kind of weird innocence. Mm. Like even though you're swearing and you're saying bad things, you yeah. don't really mean anything well, by it when you're that little. You don't yeah. understand the impact it has. And, and yeah. you're right. Um, and my mum had and point. My mum handled it very well mm. in that she just kind she of didn't declare war on Canada. She didn't declare war. <laughs> she didn't declare war on anyone. It was yeah. a really good step. You know, it just sort of explained why some words are good and some words are bad, Aww. and you know, yeah. and just kind of oh, okay, I guess I get it. You know, yeah. and then it was and it was all cool. Yeah. And, but again, it was mm. back. You know back at me like uh, uh, you can't say that yeah you did the wrong thing yeah not like oh everyone else is bad because yeah and, yeah. and that yeah. that's who really... dared expose my little baby to yeah. that kind of language it wasn't any of that because yeah. like, well, of course you're going to hear it eventually yeah, yeah. that's just the, the way it works which i feel like is kind of the point of the film yeah yeah you know? um yeah and i, I think that's it, it's really um interesting that obviously this is the the overall um, message that they do in the film, but at the same time they are having a lot of fun doing things oh, that they man. know that they <laughs> they they're kind of getting away with it because it's wrapped up in this message. Yeah. Like like this this film uh, through the IMDb trivia draw was uh, of course the film that had the most swear words in it for an animated feature at one time. Um, That's surprising, yeah. So you know, when you say at one time, has it been surpassed? There's a, there's a few different um, there's a few different things that have popped up that 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 it's disputed. Um, right. According to the, but all I know is that in two thousand and one, it did have the Guinness World Record for animated feature film with the most swear words. At, I believe three hundred and ninety nine. Oh. So yeah, um, or yeah, so about there. So um, that's th- a pretty good effort into a yeah one yeah. hour twenty film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very long film, but I mean, obviously, when you've got um, very sort of rapid fire dialogue and that yeah. that thing you were mentioning about being an impressionable child and yeah. running around as Fuckman. That is reflected in this film, yeah. where as soon as uh, Eric and Stan and Kyle and Kenny have seen the film, they go to where all the kids are ice skating and they start swearing, and all the kids are going, "Oh, that's cool!" Yeah, yeah, yeah we oh, have to go wow. see that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, they also that was very reminiscent of childhood as yeah. well. That yeah, scene. I was like, "Oh God, I remember doing stuff like that when I was little." Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> and, and then you know, they do bring up very in that opening song where it's like they're going to the movies where they learn everything that they know, and you see the fact that. Um, that is obviously portrayed as not being a healthy thing and then our only exposure to sort of uh, American popular entertainment is all it's very vapid and weird and absurd like the news report has a and now to a report with a midget wearing a bikini (laughs) thanks Tom you know that kind of thing and it's just all this um, this sort of oddity 
uh, all, all the celebrities that we see portrayed in this film are all portrayed in a very negative light. Like Winona Ryder is portrayed as this airhead. Yeah. The Baldwins are all portrayed as a bunch of uh, not very nice people. Um, you know, whether or not these are true, it's debatable. But <laughs> it's, um, yeah, and it, I do think it's interesting that they're also making this comment, which is something that they've done time and again about mm. going the role of um, the celebrity within American culture. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of celebrities within the film, um, Saddam Hussein as the villain. Saddam Hussein. Yeah. yeah in, according to the credits, played by himself. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll see about that. We'll one. never know now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but with, uh, with, with Saddam, um, I don't know. That maybe felt like one of the more dated bit, just because obviously he. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. If yeah. you were to make it now, you'd obviously pick someone. I mean, it'd probably be like Kim Jong Un or something, mm. um, which they kind of did anyway in yeah. Team America, even though it was it's, Kim Jong Il. Yeah, but mm. you know, so they kind of they've kind of covered the uh, the North Korea. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's like, oh, God, yeah, it, that, that was the only thing. Jeez, but yeah, that was, but. That's an old one. Yeah. yeah. But also the um, the subplot, one of the many subplots of having uh, Satan and Saddam Hussein in a relationship and Satan in an unhealthy relationship yeah. with an abusive partner. <laughs> how, how did that read for you, Rihanna, within the context of this film? I think it, it was very much um, Matt and Trey just trying to give an extra fuck you to Saddam, just saying like, oh, you, you're just a sex pest kind yeah. of thing. Like you, you know, you're Satan. already, yeah, yeah. exactly. You're, like even Satan is sick of you. Like mm. you can't even get him, uh, you know, the ruler of hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and the fact that he had such a high pitched, you know, weasel voice yeah. as well. And he was just like, Hey guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of high pitched voices, yeah. no, Mr. Hanky. We, we did discuss no, this. Yeah, unfortunately, there, there was no Mr. No. Hank. Yeah, oh, I was really wow. hanging out for that. <laughs> that was a very good impression. Thank you. It's, I don't do many impressions, but yeah. Mr. Hanky is one of them. There, there would have been a, pop, a spot for him in there. I'm oh, sure. there totally yeah, yeah. Even if it was just a cameo of him like killing a Canadian yeah. or something. Or in the Shizer video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that, just that would well, have been the okie dokie. Yeah. Okie dokie. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Well, Carmen. <laughs> Watch out below. <laughs> uh, moving swiftly on. Uh, the, speaking of other uh, celebrities, we did actually have quite a few well-known people providing voices in this film. Yeah, uh, yeah. George Clooney is the Doctor. Yeah, we we all did notice that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Brent Spiner as Conan O'Brien. I know, did Data he? himself. Yeah, um, <laughs> and a pretty good Conan impression. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, then when we were looking in the credits, um, Eric Idle is in this film as the doctor who puts the uh, swear chip in yeah. Cartman's yeah. head, um, but doing like a kind of weird German-British hybrid accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I thought they were pretty well used because they, again, they were just characters within the world. None of them were really playing mm. themselves. And they were just little cameos as well, not as themselves, but mm. just little side yeah. bits. They weren't even main characters, which I think a lot of movies can cash in on and be like, mm. yeah, like we've got this George Clooney is one of the main characters, but really they've used him for like a two minute scene. Yeah. And the fact that they also used him basically playing his character from ER yeah. <laughs> yes. was and like lampooning that where Kenny dies and then he's going, why God, why? And then gets stuck and whistles and walks yeah. off. <laughs> um, so uh, Rihanna, 
in, it's very hard in a film that is very dense with, mm. with so much going on, but what was the thing that made you laugh the most? What tickled you the most in this oh, comedy? Oh, God. That, that's a tricky one, really. Mm. Um, I don't think it... Oh, if it was one thing, I can't remember it. Yeah. Because um, I think it was just... It was all the little side jokes. Yeah. That, you know, not necessarily to do with the main plot point. It would be, you know, like they'd just finish a song and... You know, uh, what's that little kid with the blonde hair? Butters. Yeah, Butters, Butters would just fall yeah. over and ruin yeah. it. And like, and they just cut to a next scene. Like, I think those little bits were just really the mm. the you know what grabbed me and uh, made me laugh. Yeah, I, I I wrote down a couple. The first one I can see is the megaphone from when they're all swearing in classroom <laughs> and can't repeat himself. Yeah, I said and pulls up the megaphone. Why don't you suck my balls, <laughs> yeah. Mister Garrison? I love the little Mister Garrison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mister Garrison. Yeah. Uh, was there a particular moment for you, Patrick, that stands out? There was, and I can't remember what it is now. It yeah. was there was a, there was a line that, or it was a sign joke, like like a written pun. I can't remember what it was. But it oh, really well, made me laugh. Speaking of the sign jokes, there, from the uh, trivia troll, uh, there is a very specific one. Um, the have fun with pottery. Uh, sign oh, the yeah. poster in the classroom. Mm. Oh, sorry, get high on pottery. Get high on pottery. <laughs> um, in the children's rehab centre. Apparently, that is an actual quote from a high school teacher of Matt Stone's. Oh, right. Wow. Uh, the original quote was, "Son, uh, you need to know not to use pot as a natural high." I think you should read high. that in like a um, Mr. Mackey voice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. Son. Okay. <laughs> You need to know not to use pot as natural high, okay? Uh, instead of getting high with pot, okay, uh, get high with pottery, okay? <laughs> it just shows how Excellent. like out of date some teachers, you know, growing up, mm. you know, you would have those teachers who just yeah. would oh, just be sure. like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, and I think it is it, it, that. That's the thing. A lot of yeah. the adults within South Park, like Mr. Mackey, like Mr. Garrison, that they're, they're, they're almost afraid to communicate with children. And, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's tricky because, you know, obviously a young child probably shouldn't smoke pot because it <laughs> arguably has uh, issues with uh, the brain developing, yeah. you know, the same way that children shouldn't really drink copious amounts of alcohol. Yes. Um, yeah. But at the same time, treating it in the way that it's treated <laughs> by people um, in, in the real world and indeed within South Park... Um, I don't think is necessarily healthy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's but it's also hard to explain. And we actually see an adult who does communicate well with the children in Chef, and he almost gets himself in trouble when Stan asks, <laughs> "How how do I yeah, please do I, women?" I, I, and he says, "You just need to find the clitoris." Well, wait, he doesn't even say how do I please. It's not even that. It's just how do I get this girl to like me? Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, that's it's, easy. Yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, find um, the clitoris. <laughs> Yeah, and then you. I said that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought that was really interesting that even like an adult that is communicating yeah. with them gets in trouble. Yeah, in yeah. A sense. Um, yeah. I think maybe the whole clitoris side plot was maybe. It was kind of weird. weird. Like, I didn't really understand. Like it's, but again, it's it's that thing of. But the, I don't know. It, it, it's absurd. Like, this this yeah. show does. Exactly. Bleed to say. into. Yeah, I mean, I think trying to work out why. I mean, it's it's even absurd the fact we're sitting here kind of talking about yeah. this movie. Mm. Arik and Matt Stone and Trey Park would be like, "Why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? It was just a, it's a stupid movie we yeah. made. Like, we had they had their reasons for it, but it's like the whole thing's a joke. Like, mm. everything we do is a joke, and you're sitting here kind of analyzing it. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of why that clitoris subplot is in there. Yeah, because they thought it was funny. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, and it's, we're like kind of wasting our time going, why yeah. was it in there? Cause, it could have been yeah. just like a one-off, like they were like drafting, saying yeah. like, oh, you know, what would Chef respond as? And that was it. And then they just kind of played it with probably, it Probably exactly how it happened. Yeah. 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 And, and then, you know, like the punchline at the end, the payoff at the end with the giant... I don't kind even of, know what that was. Well, it was <laughs> clitoris. clitoris. I know, clitoris. but like, it was just this massive, like, pink mound. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> the anti-swearing chip, um, yeah. which I think the fact that that um, broke and essentially gave Cartman back not only the power of being able to swear again, but being able to direct that power uh, he with, turns super extra, saiyan yeah with an extra electrical <laughs> force and he's very super saiyan as he's stringing together uh, like Doug shit taco <laughs> that kind of thing um, it's what was his last one well it Bush finished shit like, back, well no you, you well it you finishes it. with Barbara yeah. Streisand with yeah, Barbara Streisand yeah, yeah. Barbara Streisand yeah and it's but I, I do think that's that is interesting that um, I, I, and a testament to just how quite well rounded uh, the main characters in that show are or were at that point when they got two, three years in um, because they all had their little foibles. We had the thing between uh, Cartman and Kyle where Cartman would make uh, Jew jokes mm. and that would annoy um, Kyle. And that's what got them in trouble swearing in the class yeah. in the first place when the big battle's happening and he like makes an apology. He says, I'm sorry for calling you Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's like, but I am Jewish. That's <laughs> like, not a bad don't thing. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, that's just very funny. Stan being uh, obsessed with Wendy and constantly throwing up when... Whenever um, she speaks to him. Yeah, whenever yeah. she speaks to him. Um, it was really nice seeing these characters having specific issues, which could easily have been lost, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, but that they all got resolved. You know, it was about Kyle standing up to his mother. Mm. Um, it was mm. very overbearing. It was about Stan... Um, yeah, he he had the trying to win the girl plot, mm. um, but at the same time realizing that he had to go out and, and do something in order to do that. Yeah, he didn't just sit there wistfully singing <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was it. It's really weird having a film that's actually so well put together and constructed and funny, but at the same time, just very silly mm. and very almost like flippant in some of the stuff it yeah, does. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's still funny though. I think that's mm. that's the main it is, thing. It is funny. Yeah. I think that's and that's yeah because I was kind of saying earlier like I don't know about you, Rhiannon, but like you know I've kind of watched some of the later seasons of South Park and yeah. although I enjoy the kind of like I think the later season had like kind of weird like kind of through line throughout the entire season like mm. kind of an overarching narrative which was interesting and but I just I I kind of just found it a bit. Eh. You know, yeah. like I don't, I don't really like where where it goes. Sometimes um, I think they're a little bit too like, well, everyone's an idiot. You know, it's like, well, yeah, but sometimes they're not. You know, I think it's easy for yeah. that show to, you know, wound up just talking about the same things over and over. Because I guess so. Well, it's been on just, for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, they are just making fun of of you know people and Americans in yeah. general. That you know, you can only sort of do that so much without it becoming a bit like. Okay, yeah, look, we've seen that bit before, you know. Like, totally. Yeah. 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 So we have some uh, extra trivia bits for oh, you. Great. Uh, the song Blame Canada was nominated for an Academy Award for Best <laughs> so Original Song. Been. And it's, again, another very well written song. <laughs> yes. Um, I actually forgot how good Up There was. 
Which one was that? Like? That was Satan's Satan song. song. When he's yeah, yeah, and like that, yeah, it was like a proper like middle of a Broadway show heartfelt song. Yeah, you know, up there where babies burp and flowers bloom, and yeah. it just like again, it was it was I silly. Love but... Satan as a character. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know he's in the TV show as well, and yeah. I just he's just such he's a so misunderstood. He <laughs> is, but it's just so just what they've done with him is so clever. Yeah. Um. And I don't, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's a bit, you know, I get, maybe it could be interpreted in a weird way to make Satan gay as a bit like, well, what are we saying? Mm. But for me, I think it just, it just adds a nice, another level of complexity yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, I just think they write him so well and he's so yeah. sympathetic. Yeah. Like, even though he's in charge of tormenting souls for mm. eternity yeah. he probably is just just kind of doing it and he just wants to yeah he's just been put in this position yeah you yeah know, but he's just the most out yeah of it. but he's just he's just so i don't know, I just feel like he's one of the more sympathetic characters yeah. in the entire south park yeah. world and especially in this movie yeah. yeah oh yeah definitely and you know the fact that he he sort of has a redemption that once um saddam has been killed mm. again um yeah <laughs> which i think they actually address in the tv show uh, after the film mm. um like there's an episode where they're, they're in hell and satan has a new boyfriend and saddam turns up and yeah. i think he even says like where do you think i'd go when you killed me again bitch <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing so he then has to resolve that relationship yeah. in the show yeah. Uh, yeah. more finally than it was resolved yeah. um in the film um the the sequence of Kenny going to hell though um, was I really liked that 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 was arguably the most cinematic bit because yeah. they they used three uh, D animation uh, admittedly late nineties three D animation so you're looking at it now and going mm, okay it's maybe not wonderful but yeah. it it kind of got the point all these like very creepy ghost ghoul mm. things that were like pulling Kenny apart and um, demon uh, Mahatma Gandhi demon Mahatma Gandhi <laughs> with demon Hitler and um, some others just one of them was George Burns the comedian yes George, George, Burns. George Burns is one of them so yeah um, yeah playing around with that and that, but again that's something that South Park has done for years using the um, although they don't use it so much now the photographs as uh, yeah. heads because mm. I remember yeah, yeah. In, in one of the old episodes I'm pretty sure Princess Diana was in hell um, oh god and <laughs> I know they got in trouble here in Australia because uh, not long after Steve Irwin had died, he turned up in the. They didn't afterlife. use a photo of him. But they didn't though, use a photograph. Yeah. They just drew him, but with a stingray, a stingray sticking, sticking out, out of his chest. chest. Oh. Again, yeah. another yeah, really good that. Satan episode. I remember that one. It's mm. the one where Satan throws a sweet sixteen party or something. That's right. <laughs> or a Halloween party. I think it's a Halloween party because everyone has to dress up. <laughs> uh, and he goes as Britney Spears from. That's right. One of her songs. Yeah. The because he's in the kind of like schoolgirl outfit. He's in schoolgirl yeah. outfit. <laughs> And and Steve Owen turns up with the stingray hanging out of his chest, yeah. and it's oh. like, hey man, you, you, it's way too soon to dress yeah. dress up as Steve Owen. He's like, but I'm Steve Owen. <laughs> it's like, but I, oh, oh. You, you gotta go, man. Well, no, no. Well, that's right. It's like, well, dude, no costume. You can't come in. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the song as as Kenny is going down into hell. Uh, you pointed out Patrick was sang by James Hetfield of Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always felt like when Trey Parker sings, he does a James Hetfield impression. Mm. Um, and I, it was just fun to actually get James Hetfield yeah. <laughs> to come in and sing the... the you're little, going to hell. You little boy, you're going to hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, a couple of other bits. Uh, Parker and Stone did not uh, get Brian Botano's permission to use his name and likeness for the What Would Brian Botano song do? What a weird, really? what a weird thing to mm. write a song about. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of placed in there as well, wasn't it? Again, so funny. Yeah, yeah. and, it's, and it, oh, yeah. it is funny. And to the point where a few years later... Uh, Boitano did need to get and receive permission from Parker and Stone uh, to use the phrase "What would Brian Boitano do?" on T-shirts <laughs> that's awesome. that he sold for a charity. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. And we, yeah, we also heard um, uh, there's a show or there was a cooking show called "What Would Brian Boitano Cook?" So it's <laughs> and again, it's just that little silly joke which really clicked with people yeah. and ran with it, which I just thought was really lovely. Yeah. Um, just going back on the hell thing for a second, I mean, it's yeah. it, it's quite a. It's 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 quite not an obvious joke. It's not super clever, but I did like how when he's going up to hell and there's all the naked angels yeah. with huge with huge boobs. Yeah, it's Kenny going to hell. That's yeah. obviously his idea of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> heaven population is like thirteen hundred people or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he gets sent down to hell and it's nine hundred million or nine hundred yeah. billion, whatever it is, and just the ticker is just continually turning yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a fun little Yeah, it's a fun visual joke. And again, <laughs> lots of really great visual jokes in yeah. this thing. Mm. Um which was really nice. Um another fun little fact, um in the film this film is not yet rated, which was talking about censorship in American films. Right. Uh Matt Stern claims that the original idea for Cartman's mom's internet video, the Shizer video <laughs> Um, was and incidentally, Cartman says Scheiser and doesn't get shocked by the swearing chip. Oh, maybe it's uh... maybe it's only programmed to yeah. English. I'm just yeah. thinking yeah. he could have pole there for Cartman. Yeah, exactly, he could have gotten around it and going, you know, by going mad or something, <laughs> <laughs> um, picking different languages, swear words. Um, but anyway, the original idea was to have her having sex with a horse. Obviously, the act wouldn't be on screen in the same mm. way that we didn't actually see anything in the Scheiser video. German man mm. pooping on her. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the MPAA would not allow it because of bestiality, despite the fact uh, at one point in the film there is a picture of a man having sex with a horse when Dr. Vosknocker is trying to get Cartman to say horse fucker. <laughs> um, so Stone and Trey Parker decided to make the internet video of a German guy defecating on Cartman's mom, and that was approved by the MPAA. Oh, wow. So it, is, it is really interesting seeing where those lines are drawn yeah. in the classification. I mean, at least they're consenting adults in the shots. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That, that is actually true. a fair point. But yeah. I also like that there is a picture of a guy having sex with a horse yeah. still is in that the in there anyway yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they still uh, worked it that it's way in uh, can and, I just add as yes. well was that the first time we actually see and hear Kenny yes it was wasn't it I, I think so in terms of taking his hood, yeah, he, hood off like, yeah. you're, you've always seen like, the, the back of his head every now and then or yeah. but you know he was actually I think like, it was the first time he ever was like it was, like, yeah. it was definitely the first time he spoke and it was uh, Mike Judge it was Mike Judge yeah who's the ah. voice of Beavis and Butthead Cre- created yeah. Beavis and Butthead yeah. and voiced them as well but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah he, I he, just he, thought that was really nice <laughs> yeah, no, yeah and I think he's I think they've done it quite a few times since then yeah like, right but that, you're right as far as I know that was the first yeah. time yeah I believe it was yeah because I, I seem to remember that being kind of a big deal because mm. I, I didn't watch uh, this when it first came out because I was probably a bit young but mm. I was watching it maybe two or three years after it had been released because that was when I was probably getting towards being old enough to, to yeah. watch these sorts of things yeah. <laughs> talking about how it's still topical um, the whole kind of Kyle's mum and her whipping up the populace with a you mm. know speechifying mm. and a demagoguery and everything, and then it got, everyone goes to war. Yeah, and an, outla- an outlandish redhead making outlandish claims. Go on. I know. Yeah. Well, that you know what kind of where I'm going with this. It's, it's just it's kind of weirdly unsettling. It's like yeah. oh, and here we are in 2017, mm. and 
you know, um, a, with an angry dictator yeah. and, a, and as you said, an, an angry red head. <laughs> and it's all just goes, to, everything just goes to shit over really nothing, mm. yeah. you know, over things that are just not worth and going it, to war over. Yeah, and, and it, it really is interesting seeing just how quickly the social structure breaks down in yes. the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just how something as somewhat fundamentally simple as my children are swearing becomes it's the Canadians' fault. That that yeah. appropriation of blame, which we just Live execution. Like, yeah. 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 I forgot about Big Gay Al as a character. So did until, I. Until he popped up. <laughs> yeah. is, is he, I haven't watched much South Park in the last 10 years. Um, is, is he a big... Oh, I haven't, I, I haven't okay. seen him any. I mean, again, I haven't seen most of the last sort of five or six years okay. worth of South Park, so I wouldn't know. But. Mm. Okay, but yeah, it was just like, I completely forgot about that as a character. Yeah. Um, and he had a song as well, and he it was did. nice and fun and silly. Yeah. And you see his penis. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful town line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about the dildo joke in um, oh, Saddam gosh. and Satan. <laughs> so so did I. That Very was... real looking dildo. Yeah. yeah. I obviously got pictures of actual, either actual penises or just... Dildos. Very realistic yeah. dildos. And added, added them in, yeah. In a sort of um, Tyler Durden-esque move. <laughs> um, so, scoring the film. Uh, we'll start with you, Rihanna, because you are our new person watching yes. this film. Uh, what would you give South Park bigger, longer, and uncut out of ten? Oh, it's a bit of a tricky one. Um, I'd probably have to just... It's probably a bit harsh, but I'm going to give it like a 6.5. Okay. It was very entertaining, but I'm not in a rush to go and, you know, watch it again or, you know, Google little things about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's usually when I like films, that's kind of, you know, I, I think about it for days. Whereas this is a good little laugh, but, you know, I'm ready to yeah. Put yeah. It, you won't be close thinking the about DVD it case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick, for you? Um, I liked it a, a lot more than I thought I would mm. uh, coming back to it. I'm going to give it uh, eight flappy Canadian heads out of ten. <laughs> I think it's worth coming back to if you're a bit like me and perhaps a bit over South Park as it is now. Maybe a bit, you know, maybe think it maybe should have ended or whatever, whatever your opinion is. If you're just a bit over it like I am, it's kind of worth coming back to when it was a bit more focused yeah. and a bit simpler. Um, but still just as just as cutting and just as witty yeah um yeah yeah for me um i i again really enjoyed watching it again uh for the first time in like probably close to like 12 13 years um it's surprisingly still pertinent uh Mm. it is very funny and very well layered um, but I, I agree with what Rihanna said, where it's one of those things where in two, two days from now, I'm not going to be sitting there thinking about the deeper meaning of the, of the clitoris <laughs> or of um, Operation Human Shield or things like that. Very good uh, commentary on American society, though it oh, is. Yeah. So the, yeah, Operation Human Shield. Yeah. All the African-American soldiers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was a very enjoyable uh, experience. So I'm going to give it eight 
boner biting bastards <laughs> out of ten. Um, Can I change mine to eight shit faced cockmasters out of ten? Yes. Uh, and Rihanna, there is still the dog shit taco. I will. I'll take yeah. the dog shit taco, okay. Barbara Streisand. There we go. Uh, all right. So uh, that is our review of South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Thank you very much, Patrick and Rihanna, for joining me. Thank you. Hey, relax, guy. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, for those of you at home, a reminder that you can get uh, all of our episodes by just visiting uh, our various internet uh, homes uh, one of which is iTunes the other uh, SoundCloud you can like and subscribe to us there and of course for more information visit our Facebook page uh, that's all for now though so until next time bye bye everybody <laughs> <laughs>You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.